Welcome to my second podcast of A Young Catholic Life. I think today we're going to talk about love. Love, you say. What is love? What does it mean and how does it connect to everything? How does it... How? Just how? So, what is love? What would you say love is? What would I say love is? I would say that love is the thing that bonds us. The thing that gives us meaning. That is what we're all looking for in the end. You've all heard that wedding speech, right? That love is not hate. Love is good. Love does not kill. Love does not harm. Love, you know, all that stuff. That kind of thing. And I forget exactly what verse it is. I'll have to do some research. Um, but love. Love, you say. Yes, love. Sweet love. Now, most people get love and lust confused. What do you mean? Isn't lust a sense of love? No! Lust could not be more opposite than love. And I cannot make that clear enough. Lust is when you take for you. When you just want to have your desires met. When you just want your... It's just... It's just... It's... It's it's just evil. Lust is the opposite of love. Lust is when you want your desires met. It's when you don't care about other people. You use them as objects. You objectify them. You, you, it's, it is, it is. Okay. And, but love is the other way. It's when you give yourself to someone. And it's about making sure that that person is... Okay, marriage, for example, is about is about helping your spouse get to heaven. It's about making sure that they are the best them they can be. While lust focuses on you, love focuses on anyone else. Here is the uh, verse about love. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud does not dishonor others, is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Wow. Let's read that again. Love is patience. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs.
Let's look at that part again. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. Right there. It does not dishonor others by using them as objects or using them as just a way to meet your sexual desires. It is not self-seeking. Once again, it is not lust. When... Now... I'm going to talk about something. Be a little weird to some people. (laughs) When husband and wife make love. It is to repopulate. That is why we can do what we can, is to repopulate. Because in love, you you are giving yourself up for that other person. You are bonding with them. You are becoming one with them. But before we understand this, we have to understand what type of... There there are other types of love, too. There's Eros, Philia, Storge, and Egep. Now... What do those mean? Well, you probably get what philia means. Philadelphia, land of brotherly love. It means love of friends and equals. Philia. Okay. Agap. Love of mankind, which also goes in store of godly love. Okay. Storage is... Love of parents for children. Just, you know. And let me go back to Philia real quick. Um, so, um, storage also means like an empathy bond. Oh, sorry, that was storage. Philia, I, got, I was going back to Philia, it means brotherly love too. Um... So, oh, here we go. So, once again, and in Eros means romantic love. So, we got philia, friend bond. Eros, romantic love. Storge, empathy bond. Meaning that you feel, when something happens for someone, you, you feel bad for them. You know, when someone gets hurt, you feel bad for them. When someone has something happen to them, you feel bad for them. A gap. Unconditional God love. You're thinking, wow. I, I, you know, you're, you're probably thinking, I didn't know there were more types of love. You know, this is why it is so important for us to keep the Catholic faith. It is important for us to spread this message and keep it because in a world turned blind and crazy to what love actually is, they have got it wrong. They have got it wrong. People do not understand that. They they just they just don't. They just don't understand what love is. 
And I feel bad for them. I feel bad. And people need to start speaking up and help show what it is. And it's just, it's just hard to, you know, it's hard to live in a world where it's like this. Okay. And let me make something clear. Some love is not for everyone. Some love is not for everyone. What do you mean some love isn't for everyone? Some love is not for everyone. Empathy, storage, is for everyone. The unconditional God love, that's for everyone. Okay? But what you also have to understand is... Sometimes that romantic love, eros, that's not for everyone. Philia is for everyone. But going hand in hand with the seven sacraments of the Catholic Church, which I will talk about in another podcast, but let me get into it a little bit here. You have baptism, the Eucharist, confirmation, reconciliation, anointing of the sick, Marriage and holy orders. Okay. And I know some of you have heard of baptism. I mean, a lot of religions have baptism. Some have, most have marriage, some have reconciliation. And I don't want to get into it right now, but holy orders. Probably. Probably one of the, uh, uh, one of the uh, probably the one that means that you can't have that romantic love and what it means is holy orders is a call to priesthood deacons for for a man for a woman it would be um nuns sisters um And I say this, and you're probably thinking, well, okay, can a priest be married? No. They can't. Well, why? Why, that's ridiculous. The Eastern Orthodox can let them get married, and Protestants can get married, so on. It is because the priest, or the bishop, or the pope, or the cardinal, bishop, or whatever, can is married to the church. The church is his bride. Deacons, however, can get married. They can get married, but they can only get married before they become deacons. So for example, let's say I was to become a deacon. If I got married and then be, was ordained a deacon, I am now married. But if my wife were to pass away or something, I cannot get married again. 
Okay, and that is one of the hardest thing. You know, it's it's it, it's it's hard to think that you know it it would you wouldn't want to have that romantic love, and a lot of people want to. A lot of people want to settle down, have families, have a kid. I know I want to. And, you know. And that's part of the reason we all struggle with finding out who we are. And I know for me that I've been struggling with trying to find the right partner. The right one. Mm -hmm. A girl for me. But lately I haven't had any luck. Mm -hmm. And... I partly partly think that it's because God's trying to tell me not now. Or he's trying to tell me he has something better. It's clearly not a let, yes, because I would have had a girlfriend by now. But um love versus lust. It's it's a it's a raw topic sometimes. Raw topic. And it's, it's, um, it's just, it's, it's something that a lot of people do not like. It, It really is. It's something that a lot of people do not like because they don't like to be told that they can't go out and pleasure themselves. That they can't go out and just do all this stuff. So, along with this, you know, with that love kind of thing is adultery and stuff. And, well, what's adultery? Well, you always heard, you shall not, you know, the Ten Commands, you shall not, you know, you shall keep holy the Sabbath day. You should, um, wow, I am really behind on this stuff. I should be able to name these, sorry. Um, it is, you know, um, I am the Lord, your God. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall have, um, you should not take the Lord's name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day. Honor thy mother and father. Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not commit adultery, and so on and so on. And adultery is when, we all know what adultery is, right? When you, you know, cheat, or, you know. Um, you know, or take someone's wife, or... In Matthew, uh, the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 5, verse 28... This one, I read this somewhere, and I remember it, and it's very interesting. It says, But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. What? You know, people are like, wait, 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 wait. If I just look at a woman and think she's pretty, I've already committed a sin? No. What he's saying is that if you look at a woman and you think only about her body, and you think, yeah, I could do her, you have committed a sin. But I'm not hurting anyone. 
No. But by looking at women like that, you are, you know, degrading them in your own way. Well, that's, that's, that shouldn't be how it works. Well, I'm sorry, but it is. It is. And there's actually a little trick I read somewhere. It's, um, again, it's the book by Jason Everett. And if I remember correctly, it's called The Dating Blueprint. And it goes into some very good stuff about, um, dating, marriage, um, how to not do all this stuff. I mean, it kind of goes into stuff about pornography and porn addiction and stuff, um, which I guess I will talk about sometime. But, um, he says, have you seen a woman to make the sign of a cross on your forehead? Just a little, you know, like in church when we, uh, in the Catholic church, when you do that, when, um, when they read the gospel and the deacon or the priest or whoever says it says, the gospel of Mark or the gospel of Luke or whoever, and you do the sign of a cross on your forehead, the sign of a cross on your lips, and the sign of a cross on your heart. And you do that, that way you remind yourself, you say, God be in my mind, my thoughts, God be my words and my sayings, and God be my heart and soul. Okay, and if you do that little sign of the cross on your forehead, you're just reminding yourself whenever you see a beautiful woman, you're saying, what did Jason Everett said? He said, the um, the top of the cross means that you're thanking God, you're praying for her. I believe the bottom one was something like, um, you know, reminding um Remembering that she is a sister. She is a child of God. To the left would be, I believe it is, um, ah, to the left it is like, if she is married or not, pray for her. You know, and then to the right, it's like praying for you to help you remember. And I thought that was really cool. And check out his book, The Dating Blueprint. You can go to his website, um, chastity.com, uh, I believe it's called. Let me check real quick. Um, but it is a very good book. It goes into detail. Not too much detail, but it tells about how you can overcome these things and how um, he just gives really good advice. He gives very very good advice and it's called the dating blueprint which i know sounds kind of funny to some people you know they're like oh you need a you can't date very well you need a dating blueprint okay well yeah that's i mean that's kind of what it is it's kind of to help you date and he goes in the talk about how you know to to to, he kind of goes into how to save your marriage before you meet your spouse. You're probably thinking, save my marriage, my spouse, what? Before you marry, if you are to marry, you have to know how to love before. Okay, so you can't go into marriage with this thought that women are objects or something like that. And just because you're married, you can just use her. 
Absolutely not. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. Is that they think that a woman or a spouse can be used like that. And it's like, no, they can't. She can't. So, you know. And I gotta catch back up on these things, you know. But check out his book. Um, I'm pretty sure it's uh, The Dating Blueprint. Uh, chastity. com. I want to say. If you can't find him, then look up Jason Everett. Um, he's a uh, Catholic speaker. speaker. Uh, he's very good. Very, very good. Um, like I said, my last podcast, check out um, Father Mike Schmidt, the uh, Bible in a Year. And I uh, thought it better to tell you guys now that I am a Republican. Okay? So I'm a constitutionalist. Um, and I really won't be talking about too much of that. I'll try to avoid as much as I can. But it will come up. It will come up. So if you... Um, I don't want to anger anyone. I don't want to upset anyone. But I will stand up for the Constitution that so many people were trying to destroy. Okay. So once again, love versus lust. Remember, love is the opposite. While lust is looking for your own desires and stuff. And one more thing. When people say, why don't you try dating around? To me, I spit at that. Because dating around means that you're looking for something. What do you... Well, some people go to... Well, you're looking for the right one. Yeah, well, dating around also means that you're just going from person to person, not worrying about who you could hurt or what they're going through or whatever. Because once you meet someone that they... And they think that you're the right person. And then you're like, nah, bruh. It's like, no. Okay? And dating around means that you date everyone. You date someone, like, every two weeks or something. No. Put in a time with someone and see if it works. Okay? We've all been heartbroken. We've all lost someone. And it's not easy. It's just not. And, you know, and it's just, you just gotta, you just gotta deal with it. But you have to remember not to let lust lead. And I'm on the Chastity website right now. So it's Chastity Project. Chastity.com. And you can see everything from their podcast to their blog to stories to the books that he writes um, to events if you ever want to see him. I would recommend if you could ever see him talk, I recommend 100%. 100%. He... Very good. Extremely, extremely good. I went to Catholics Men Conference, and he was a speaker there. First time ever going. Um, and the Bishop of um, Bishop Brennan of I want I believe I'm pretty sure it's the Columbus Diocese um, was there, and he gave mass, and we did adoration, and it was just beautiful. Brought me to tears, and it was just amazing.
but yes, uh, everything goes in, everything in Catholic faith, faith connects one way or the other. And once again, I'm, I do this pod, beginning this podcast to, um, help people deepen their faith and to help those begin their faith. Um, so yes, please, if you have any questions, message me if you have any concerns, comments, anything like that, message me, um, once again, check out Father Mike Schmidt, his podcast, The Bible in a Year. Check out chastity.com with Jason Everett. Um, I recommend his books about John Paul. As I mentioned in my first podcast, I mentioned and uh, The Dating Blueprint. Um, yeah, and just, um, and I forgot to start off with a prayer for this one, I just realized. So let's say a prayer for... Uh, Let's say a prayer for those who need love and who need our love. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, Mary, the angels and saints, pray for us so that we may be an inherent to love. Pray for us, watch over us, and help us so that we may love one another as you have loved us. Lord, pray for those and watch over those who think love is lust and who use lust and abuse it. They know not what they do. They are confused and lost. Help us pray for them and help us forgive them and help them find their way back to the light. And for those of for those of us who feel that no one loves them, let them know that they are loved and that we are praying for them. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And let's say it real quick, Hail Mary, so that um she's the mother of love, so in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, Holy Grace, the Lord is with me. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for our sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Thank you for listening to A Catholic Young Life, and I hope to uh, talk to you again. Bye-bye.